You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. Oh, some more nice little mood music for uh, for our After Buzz show with Hannibal. And hello, everyone. Bing is for doing. And we are doing Hannibal After Buzz, episode 12, which uh, I don't know how to say this. After we messed up Rhodey last week, I really, uh, Rhodey, yeah. uh, I want to say it's Revelé, but I don't Revelé. think that's Revelé. I'm going to say that's what it is. Go with Revelé. You're going to go with Revelé? Go Revelé. Revelé. I'm not going to even attempt it. You're not even going to attempt it? No. Okay. Or Ravel's. Maybe it's Ravel. Revelé sounds a lot better. No, Revelé sounds like a musical passage. Doesn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think it's Ravel's. Uh, not I to know be confused with somebody, Relevay, which is dance. Somebody called us out on YouTube on our definition of roti, which was not supposed to be a South African p- bread. Was that what you said that, it was? That, that, <laughs> oh, uh, in fairness, we looked it up, and it was a bread thing. That's which what was came food up. Related. It came up, so it's not complete ignorance on our part. It was just. Uh, it, it turns out it, it it is a French uh, French roasted meat. Uh, yes, uh, of course. And which I guess makes you know, a hell of a lot more sense. It makes more sense now because just about every single thing has to do with French cuisine, and I'm guessing. This one does South too. African bread, really? Yeah, not. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, totally. Well, anyway, you know what? Let's do some introductions here. We're just going on and on. Uh, my name is Nando Velasquez, and across from me, first of all, uh, let's start off with the dude. Let's start off with the dude hey, with dude. his shirt off. Hey, dude. Uh. Uh, Joe San Filippo, who, if you guys were familiar with the Hannibal pre-show, you got a nice little, uh, nice little entree. Uh, <laughs> or was it a sure side it dish? I, I, what kind of what kind of course is that? I, I think that was an appetizer at best. That was an aperitif. Uh, ap- and I think that's a drink. Uh, this it was. It, I didn't realize we live streamed in here in between. <laughs> I never really paid attention to that for whatever reason. And uh, and and it was pretty funny. The producers walked in. They're like, "Dude, were you changing in here?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, you know, we're live streaming. I'm like, what? Those of you on iTunes, you're missing the show. Uh, we'll have this episode up on YouTube. Unfortunately, not with the pre-show, yeah. but uh, but yeah, ladies. Just you know, and then of course, speaking of ladies, there's a lovely lady across from me as well, and that's Miss Julia. Julie, I can never say your last name right. I can't say it right. Clearly. No, not even close. Julia Carolee. Carolee, like Caroling. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, it's late. It's okay. <laughs> I blame that. I'll let it slide. This is your last chance, though. Uh, it's my last chance. Last and I'm going to see Man of Steel after this, so it's oh. all going to be good. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, yes, totally. So, jelly. so, okay. Things are, needless to say, ramping up here. Um, I'm reeling from this. Really? We just watched it, and I'm just... We were. I'm beside myself. We were. Wa- we were watching the episode. It was like two minutes left. We see Abigail and Hannibal, and then our our uh, our producer engineer uh, Steve Lemieux walks in just to see uh, if we're on time. We're like, get out, get out, get out! <laughs> we're screaming at him to get out because we're just like so entranced by this, the final two minutes of this episode. It was so amazing. The we entire- finally get to see Hannibal. I mean, like you really get to see him for the very first time. And we get to find out his motive, and you know what? It's just as 
crazy and far-fetched as we imagined. Yeah. It's just, I'm it's just, just curiosity. I'm curious. Just curiosity. Just curious. We it was just true am- colors. amazing this episode. What do you guys think overall? Oh, oh I, I, I love I love what they do. I love that the writing is never lazy. I love that everything leads to it. You never feel like there's a leap. It always leads right down to where it's almost like it has to go this way. There's no question. Yeah. I mean, it, right? Either Hannibal's either got to frame Will or it's got to be him. Those are the only two it could be. Well, you know, if you take Abigail out of the picture, and Abigail's not really up to all the stuff that went on. So uh, I, I just love that. I love... I love brilliant writing, and it just makes me so happy. <laughs> this is the epitome of brilliant writing, this show. Yeah. It truly is. I, I just love how, um, I mean, at all times, I am at the edge of my seat. At all times, I have chills going for some reason or another. And it, it baffles me when we're watching this how everyone just circles Hannibal, but no one gets there. And I see why they don't get there. Oh, it makes so much sense why they don't get there, but us as audience members are like, guys, don't you see it? Well, this, me. this definitely feels like we're finally getting the main course, so to speak. Oh, we didn't even look up what this play thing means, uh, right? Yeah, it, it is a, uh, th- there seems to be some mishy-mushy on this, whether or not we're getting this right, but it's, um, it, it, it means remove, and I, I think the impression I've gotten here uh, is that uh, is that re- uh, releve, if we're saying it right, which is also a move and I dance, s- so I cannot be right, but... Um, uh, it's uh, it, it is it's a dish that follows another course like an hors d'oeuvres or a fish dish, but precedes the entree. Okay, and that is in French cuisine, right? Not South that African is, cuisine for the French, not the South Africans. Okay, just making sure because it's a totally different show if we're talking about South African cuisine, <laughs> apparently. So it's, maybe it's a comedy, and maybe it refers to this. Releve is referring to the size and the style of protein being used, usually served before the entree. Things being served in larger portions or with heavier methods of cooking, i.e., braising, stewing, are considered releve. Whereas the entree is usually a smaller portion and prepared using lighter methods of cooking, uh, like searing a duck breast. <laughs> um, I really think that for season two, we should have a cooking segment, a real cooking. Like just, just have like s- somebody here just cooking yes. something. I think we should. We should well, do it like Benny Hanna with a chef here, <laughs> just doing all sorts of stuff, and we eat volcano. at the end. Maybe he'll take his shirt off, and then we can have a full blown <laughs> dinner and a show. Dinner and a show. I think we should totally do that. I think that would be totally awesome. Twelve uh, courses. That's a lot of courses. That is a lot of courses. But we eat one each meal each week. We eat a different course. That's true. It's it, it's spread out. So I'm not full yet. Not full yet. So, but boy, this episode was full. So let's get started to it. Uh, first of all, mm. let's get started with. Uh, well, we get to see uh, a character that we've, you know, we've been seeing a lot of Abigail. That she's been somebody that's been coming back, but we get to see somebody else now. We get to see Georgia, who Georgia. was our, our our person who thought she was a ghost. She was suffering uh, under Cotard syndrome, mm-hmm. and uh, Will was able to somehow snap her out of it enough to get her to the hospital. And she's in this enormous, like iron lung looking oxygen tank that heals that's helping heal her she can see faces now she looks more normal she looks fantastic she looks she looks very pretty other than all the skin that's uh, missing from her arm she looks yeah. actually pretty yeah, unpleasant she, unpleasant but yes yeah but she she's on the up She's on the upswing, She's definitely. On the upswing, definitely. She's and there. and our boy Will wanders in. He said he's wandering with purpose and good intention. And he wanders in to speak with her, and they have they have a little discussion, and and you definitely get the uh, get the vibe that Will is is uh, is trying to understand her, and then trying to let her know that people are trying to understand her. I mean that that's the, you know the empathy he's he's extending to her. Yeah, it's like he he uh, find uh, sees her as a kindred spirit. You know they call each he calls them the support group. Yeah, she's his his support group. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, it's her. it's something he said, I believe, later on when he was talking to, I can't remember if it was Jack or Hannibal, uh, saying that, you know, she's been misunderstood her whole life, mm-hmm. that he's trying to make sense of her death, uh, you know, which I yeah. thought was very, very telling. One thing that I, I actually didn't write notes on, but now that we know what Hannibal's ulterior motive was or his motive this whole season was it was really really foreshadowing was when she was talking to will about him being in the hospital and saying they're not gonna find out what's wrong with you they're just gonna keep saying you're wrong they'll test you and they'll just keep testing you and giving you bad meds and they'll giving you all sorts of stuff but they're never gonna fix you they're just gonna say you're wrong and i feel like that is incredibly telling as to what hannibal was doing to Will. Like yeah. she she called it out without realizing it. She pretty much called out what Hannibal's been doing. Well yeah, well, he's never he ain't gonna fix you because he's curious what you're gonna do. Exactly. I hope you have good insurance. I like that little <laughs> I hope you I have like good that insurance. Clip in there. <laughs> I hope you have a good lawyer, Will. Well we'll get into that later. But um but yeah so and also interesting of course she doesn't want to remember what she did. And and uh also she actually said that she dreamed everything was a dream to her. But in her dream, she dreamed that Will killed Dr. Sutcliffe, only she couldn't see his face, which clued into Will that uh, started Will on this journey as to trying to figure out uh, what's going on uh, with Dr. Sutcliffe that maybe Georgia didn't kill him. Well, right. And and I don't think he thought Georgia killed, uh, killed him in the first place. No, I don't think so, but I think he he realized that she witnessed the killer. Yeah, yeah, she, she, yeah, exactly. Well, I think yeah, he knew that, right? That they that that, that she could, but obviously couldn't see the faces. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Hannibal being so comfortable walking past her because he understood her mental illness. Mm. And then he's fishing with Will a little bit. So you know, how's she recovering? How's that going? And Will doesn't have any. You know, obviously, there's no, there's no. He's guileless with uh, with uh, with Hannibal. Yeah. And so that pretty much sealed her death warrant there. Mm-hmm. What a brutal, brutal way to go. <sighs> I, I mean, uh, how did you put it? You you said that is a uh, what did I say? You I was said so nightmare number what would nightmare scenario? No, uh, it's my worst nightmare. Worst nightmare, without a doubt. My that would be my absolute worst nightmare. First of all, being trapped in a coffin, stuck a glass coffin, but yeah. a coffin all the same, and then a giant bellowing pillar of fire coming up from my legs, stuck and cooked, man. Ugh. Flambe. I Ugh. mean, really, like in an oven. Pretty yeah. much, and like, there's no way out. There's nowhere to go, and it, it the pain yeah. on every that single nerve. Singular hand come through. Oh there. yeah, oh, very man. very horrible, horrible death, horrible death. I think that could be for me the most unsettling one we've seen yet, and we've seen some pretty gruesome things on this show. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that one really and, that struck a chord. And with also, me, guys. may I just say, so heartless. I mean, and, and, like not like candles when killing people that deserve it <laughs> this whole time, but. But, I mean, poor girl, I mean, after what she's been through. There's been a personal factor in the way he kills everyone. A little bit of artistry, a yeah. little bit of, of care, and, you know, a little TLC for each murder. This was just covering his tracks. This well, was, yeah. this was yeah. There was an ugliness and a bluntness to this that you... I, we, we've come to expect more from you, Hannibal. We've come to expect <laughs> a certain a panache, a, a finesse when you kill, but this, this was... Well, uh, in comparison to, remember when they had the montage where he had the business cards and they showed that one flashback of that uh, that guy treating Hannibal a little, a little you know... Kind of jerky, yeah. And then, of course, we know that Hannibal kills him, and and he shot that little montage with business cards. And we business just we were saying, I think Joe, I think you were saying, and I think you were saying that he's probably just killing these people because they all treated him kind of badly, like they gave, you know, they they did something that irked him, 
So, and it had something to do with the menu, with the recipes that the business cards yeah. were a part of. I think that you said that. That was chicken yeah. and egg meat. Was it chicken, was chicken Oh, egg was that chicken and egg meat Braswell? That was not me. That was wrong, Joe. Chicken and, oh, by the way, chicken and egg meat Braswell, uh, if he's listening, he's, uh, he's working in New York. <laughs> I just want to keep using air quotes every week when he's not Man. here. He'll be here next week. Yes, I promise. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Um, the scene, this killing seemed a little bit, um, like more of like a, a punishment for seeing him, you know, whereas some of them, like I said, had, had some panache and finesse and artistry. And this one was was a punishment. It was brutal. Oh. It was just grim. Mm. Just grim. Um, yeah, absolutely a brutal, grim way to go. Yeah. Brilliant. Also brilliant. But of course, this whole thing uh, sets Will off when Will has a dream. Which, of course, uh, was the big moment of the night for you, because um, yeah, you were screaming at that. Uh, I, our when, guy Flippo had a mm, major freakout. Major meltdown. <laughs> major. Was, Worse than intense. the shirt getting taken off in the cameras and when, not realizing it. When you when you film the dead people with that with that with that style of camera where they move a little bit wrong, just enough to make my skin crawl and make me want to just crawl out of. I, just, I can't. I can't handle it. Like creep cam, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they did it in uh, oh god the Sarah Michelle Gellar movies um, the Ring the ri- not, no. well the Ring they did it and yeah. they, did, yeah, they it. did it in that one they did it in the Ring a lot yeah and, and <laughs> a lot a lot <laughs> couldn't, couldn't couldn't watch TV for a long time didn't put a girl in a well for months I mean it just... <laughs> the Grudge the Grudge the Grudge, the grudge. Yeah, Same it was, yeah. it's that that it just like that it doesn't quite move right yeah and I, I lose my mind yeah and, you were you were you were pretty vocal my notes actually say oh Georgia appears and Flippo freaks out <laughs> <laughs> goosebumps goosebumps Scream. I don't know if you guys in the pre-show noticed he still had a couple of them on I think uh, oh. in that pre-show uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, excuse me, guys. I'm so sorry, universe. That's a, <laughs> nothing like a pale man standing in front of a camera. And I just want to, you know what? Let's just take let's just take a moment while we we uh, to digress away from from the video feed that we have here. For those of you who listen to us on audio by <laughs> iTunes, just to try and ground ourselves. If you're listening to us on iTunes, we'd love it if uh, if you're subscribed to us, please rate us and also uh, hey, you know, give us uh, give us some comments. We love comments. I think uh, Flippa, you got a really good comment uh, this week from somebody. I got to do a sh- tickety tickety and shout out. Someone oh, yeah? said you were the best. They loved all of us, but they seem to love you more. You got a well, shout out. I don't blame them. I love me too. I'm awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, I figured you'd say that. So uh, <laughs> I figured you would. So yeah. So please rate us. Uh, write down some comments That's and uh, and tell a friend. Because you want to share Flippo with everyone, just like he likes to share his shirt off oh, yes. yeah. with, uh, with the world, with the internet. Hello, pieces. internet. Uh, so, yeah. Gee, I hope no one's listening to the interwebs. <laughs> Let me take my clothes off. <laughs> so, anyway, so speaking of dreamy, speaking of being dreamy, uh, so we see Georgia in Will's dream. <laughs> and I'm just filled with segues today. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, and we see Georgia being stabbed. By the stag, by the antlers, by the antlers, oh. by and, the antlers. and so then, then, then he. I think Will's subconscious is starting. To, he brings it all together. Mm-hmm. He get we, the, the stag antlers come through. Then we get the. Uh, then she lights on fire, and then the stag tears she, her up. Then uh, you know, she so turns he's into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I think the stag and tore she keeps her up. on saying, "Do you see? Do you see, see now? Do you see? Do you see?" see? And he all figures right it there. out. And he's he, like a little light bulb. Well, absolutely. So uh, finally, we're seeing we're seeing a connection. And of course, Will's the only one that sees it right now. He goes in, of course, to Zeller and to uh, over to the you know over to the tech guys, and they're just they don't believe him. But he's connecting all the Hobbs murders 
with the copycat murders. Well, that's one thing I liked about the, one of the things I liked about this episode. Yeah. We got to see uh, our, our our guy Aaron Abrams and Scott Thompson get to do a lot more investigating this week. And Scott Thompson was kind of can I say he was funny. He's always funny. He's always funny, but this was a little more kids in the hall. They had a fun little quippy moment, the two of them. Yeah, yeah, they got their little. You know that they were kind of like they're like, do you think they're going to let us get away with it? All right, let's do it. Let's see what (laughs) they do. Maybe they'll put it in. And you know that was awesome. I think it's fun to involve more of the crew. Where's Beverly on jury duty? Get her off. You know that that was it was nice to see them get a little uh, little extra little little more to do. That was Mm. cool. (laughs) But Will is so close now. He's so close, but he just ha- doesn't have his finger on it yet. He he now knows that there's a copycat. Right. Right. Mm. And he, he even says, he, he, there's a copycat. I don't know exactly how. Well he, well, he knew there was a copycat, but now he's saying that the copycat is co- the copycat did it, all of it. He's connecting all, all the murders, yes, right? Yes, yes, they were yes, all separate. All of it. And, and they had suspects for all of them, but they've all, con- they've, they've all conveniently been killed. And so, you know, he's, he's starting to draw it all together. But then we have a leap of will logic. I'm going to go get Abigail. And I'm going to take her to Wisconsin, yeah. or I'm sorry, Minnesota, mm-hmm. and we're gonna and we're gonna go to the cabin. Uh, okay, you got it drawn together. Everything's good. <laughs> Why you get on an airplane? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you know what I was gonna say is, I mean, Will's known for making jumps, and these, you know, Zeller and and. I don't know. I can't remember the name of Thompson's character because we never really we haven't referred to him in weeks. But uh, the doctors, the, the the tech guys, they are made. They, they're supposed to make educated guesses based on logic. Will is not logical right no. now, but he figures this stuff out. He's great. He's got well, a brilliant his mind. Doesn't work that way. Exactly. He's not. He doesn't have a scientific mentality. So in a way, it makes sense for him to make really crazy jumps. Like, let's go take Abigail on a trip. I hate to say that, but you know it kind of makes sense. He he knows there's a connection there because he was with Abigail. Because whoever this copycat killer was uh, has a connection to Hobbs from way back when uh, they had that first murder with the the stag out in the field. Mm-hmm. And then when he's with Abigail, he realized now those those are connected as well. So he's got to try and figure all that out. And he tells Jack, and Jack goes on his own investigation as well. Uh, but. Um, but still, you know, it's all fascinating. It's great to see Jack commit, you know, and then, of course, Hannibal is still, like, getting information from everybody. And he's figuring this whole thing out. Just like he, when he found out about Georgia, maybe, you know, trying to remember, he kills her. Now he knows what's going on here. So now he can start setting his own plan into motion. And also, Ab- and uh, we got to, I'm all over the place today. You got to forgive me. I'm totally all over the place well, today. I'm this- wired. <laughs> It's, Joe's shirt does that to me, but um, if only I'd I'm, worn my clothes. I'm defect. I'm deflecting, but uh, <laughs> I've ruined everything. <laughs> this is a good one, Braswell. We need you, uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I even I didn't even write up in our topics. We need to talk about uh, you know your girl Jillian Anderson, who's oh. n- not a figment of his imagination. Sorry, Flippo, Damn your it. prediction. Wah, wah. Every now and then I'm spectacularly wrong, like not knowing there was a camera in here. That was one. <laughs> Um, also, I, I, last week I predicted that uh, that that uh, Hannibal's um, psychiatrist was maybe a figment of his imagination and didn't exist, and it was all. But it, she seemed pretty darn real when Jack went to her office. So um, yeah, that seemed like a pretty real interview. So I, I think I can accept that she is a real human being. I was wrong. <laughs> that's big of you. Thank you. That's, that's, that's big of you, that's sir. Big of you. But wow. uh, but Jack's yeah, a but, real man. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my clothes on though. <laughs> yeah, well, seeing Jack there, but it's obvious that Abigail uh, Badalia. Did I say Abigail Badalia uh, Mor- Moriari? We can never say her name right. Uh, knows something about Hannibal and understands that uh, 
understands him a little bit more. You know, you guys were, I think Steve even brought it up last week that she knows more. And we finally get to see that she does know that Hannibal had something to do with this uh, patient that attacked her. With uh, yeah. yeah, which I will toot my own horn for a moment. I predicted that the first time we saw her. I'm just gonna give myself a little pat on the you back can do that. for that one. Ooh. I can't nah. even have one, can I, Julie? Nope, nope. That one was my my ripped ripped from your hands as you clawed Steve, at it. Mine. Steve, you get an assist. You get a late assist <laughs> on that. You get a, you get a late assist, but How you get assist work? on that. She gets ten points. You get three and a half. Get very <laughs> she stole my kill. Stuff. She stole your kill. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, it, it's interesting to me in that in that conversation Sorry, though. She. She tells Jack, uh, yeah, I was I was being attacked, and then he swallowed his tongue, and that's the only thing that saved me. And Jack goes, all right, cool. And I'm like, wait, he what? He swallowed? When was the last what? time anybody ever swallowed their tongue in the middle of an attack? Like, when when did that? That is a weird uh, way wow. to die after about killing somebody. I mean, is that, um, wouldn't it be? Okay, I'm. I've I'm, heard of swallowing your tongue when you're incapacitated, when you've passed out, when you've when you've drank yourself into a stupor, or you've taken too much prescription medication and you've lost the ability to have your tongue not be swallowed. But um, as far as swallowing, as far as swallowing your tongue in in a, in a fit of rage, I've never heard of that. Jump way into the future, and I'm talking Silence of the Lambs future. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Lecter get his uh, his next door cellmate to swallow his tongue? Isn't that how? Oh God, yeah. Riggs, Briggs. Briggs Brig- uh, oh, 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 oh uh, forget his the, the name. guy who uh, who got the guy who had uh, the, yeah, who he liked to throw his stuff. Yeah. He throws yeah. his stuff. He gets him to swallow his tongue, and that's how he dies. Mmm. Mmm. I hope you're right, because we'll have comments if you're wrong. I but know. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm right. I've seen that movie okay. many times. I'll give it to you. We'll give it to you on that one. So, Tell me if I'm wrong. You out already there. have ten points, so you're ahead of the game. Yeah, I mean Steve can't even catch. He's only got three and a half. He's only got Don't three worry. and a half. He's got to do a lot of catching competitive up. Competitive guys. Yeah, totally. Racing. So, <laughs> so, uh, so it seems to be you know a little thing that he does. So clearly Hannibal, at one point or another, g- gave this patient to his his psychiatrist, and then he the, the 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 patient attacked her, and then Hannibal obviously handled the patient. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, and as far as we know, he said it later on for curiosity. Yeah, he probably, sent, he probably sent him over there to see what would happen. Yeah, exactly. Just to be curious to see how it would be handled. But he oh, was yeah. there to, I guess, save yeah. her. Yeah. And don't forget also, I, I think I called this from last week's episode when uh, when he sent Will over to uh, to get uh, uh, Eddie Izzard's character, Dr. Uh, the other doc, Dr. Gideon. Or, or, Gideon. Uh, yeah, Gideon, Dr. Gideon. Abel Gideon. G- yeah, when, it, when he sent him over there and uh, Will got to kill Gideon in front of Alana. Like Atlanta looks out the window. It was a very similar situation that I figured was sounded like what probably happened between Bedalia and Hannibal. You know, it, it, he's very much like I would imagine, uh, um, uh, almost like a a, a, a Middle Ages idea of what Satan is. Like you just you, you just kind of kick people in motion and see what they do. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna send you down the road. There was no guarantee that Will was gonna get to to, to Abel. Yeah. There was no guarantee that when he got there he would shoot him. Yeah. There no guarantees. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna see. I'm curious. I'm just curious what you guys are gonna do. You're gonna go left, you're gonna go right, we'll figure you know I'm gonna give you the option though of doing these things. I'm gonna set up these scenarios and as long as my hands are clean we're going to see which way you guys are going to go. Yeah. And I think that is uh, uh, so sinister and creepy. But, it's again, he's so far ahead of everybody else because he's so smart. He's so much brighter. You know, this whole time I've been thinking he's been testing Will every time he sends him out to his possible doom. That it's, that's a, it's a test for him. That he actually cares for him. And if he makes it back, then he cares for him even more. But maybe it's not that at all. Maybe he really has no sentimental value attached to anyone and it's just based off of his curiosity. Well, 
I, I would have to, uh, considering the kills that he did this week, I, I would have to agree with you but on this that. This whole time, I, I thought, but I, he likes him, right? They're I had friends. The- they're buddies. He under they understand he cooks each for him. other. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, it's really just just sinister. And Bedelia said, what, how does she put it? You can't introduce the con- you cannot. She was talking to Hannibal. You can't be the one who introduces the concept of friendship to a man who doesn't understand it when you don't understand it. Yeah. Isn't that essentially what she said to him? A- a very interesting. Absolutely. So I mean, you you how are you going to how are you going to be a friend of someone you don't know how to do that? Hmm. You're you're a you're a mess. Maybe so. it's his way of grasping at normalcy the way Will was grasping at normalcy with uh Dr. Alana Bloom. I I I think we have to at this point. At least I'm going to from this point for my new operating uh my new standard <laughs> operating procedure with regard to Hannibal. I'm not going to try and put on anything that is remotely human uh on Hannibal at this oh. point. Yeah. I, I think that that's just goofy. Well, you know, it's interesting because Hannibal did say uh, he was protecting Will from his own influence, which I thought was also a very interesting line. Influences, it, yeah. Yeah, that I thought was really, really, really interesting. But, of course, uh, Badali is trying to uh, get Hannibal to uh, do whatever he's doing with Will to stop doing it because it's just getting to be a little too much. Uh, I think she – I think, honestly, I think she felt really – well, you know, Jack kind of went in there and did a subtle threat to her about, you know, what happened with her and Hannibal and, and Hannibal's patient. And obviously he's he's really uh, capitalizing on their relationship. And she wants to protect Hannibal in the same way that Hannibal's trying to protect, to protect Will. Will. He even says, you protect your patient from Crawford, meaning himself, Hannibal, but I can't protect mine. Yeah. Meaning Will. Mm. Hmm. Can can I can I say it? Why did she have an English accent in that scene? <laughs> she, I'm sorry. She went ahead. I'm and sorry. I she, love her. I love you, Jillian Anderson, so she, much. But she Madonna. She Madonna it up. That's what happened. She got a little Madonna. You know, she, she she hung out too long. Maybe maybe she and Hannibal worked the scene. Maybe she and Mads worked the scene too long, and she adopted some Europeanness. I think Ugh. it's possible when you when you deal with a lot of scenes with a European actor like a Mads Mikkelsen. You know, you, you can't help. British. No, I, I said European. Uh, European. <laughs> And, and and the language that the, I mean, with the way they write their scenes, they do write the master of the universe. They do write you know them what? incredibly high. Yes, you know they don't. They, they, it's not like it how you doing, bud. Should have a British right. accent. Absolutely. <laughs> I sound I sound pretty normal, but when I go to New York, I I pull on the New York accent a little oh, bit. Hey, yeah, New you know. Accent. I, I do. do I pull it out once in a while. Can you do I don't know. Do don't pull it out now. Bit, just a little bit now. No, because I, I got a curse and everything. Hey, you brought it up. Nobody else brought I it up. I got cursed. Post show. Post show. I got naked for this show. <laughs> <laughs> you got naked for the pre show. Yeah, I got naked for you the pre show. You didn't get naked for this show. You're welcome, Mr. Webbs. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you don't want to drop your New York accent, I understand, but she, Gillian Anderson definitely Madonna it up a little bit. She, for uh, sure. And I love you, Gillian Anderson, but. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, it was very distracting to me. It had to be addressed. Now it's done. We, we had to watch I'm the scene three times around. with subtitles to get the whole thing because <laughs> you, you were too busy going, what is she doing? <laughs> I, was. I told you I was really distracted. Yeah, pretty bad. It was bothersome. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. So, you know what? Now is a good moment while we're laughing again <laughs> to uh, bring up another uh, another comedy uh, that we have here called Serial Buddies, Adventures in Serial Buddies. Mm. Yes. Which, we, uh, which we've been talking about for a bit. If you've been listening to us, you've probably heard this, but it's a really uh, awesome show. And a lot of people here at AfterBuzz, it's had something to do with Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro, who pretty much founded this place, and, and they're responsible for, for all everything that happens here as well as uh, our executive producer Phil Fitep uh, which I'm hopefully said right right there uh, I'm a little tongue tied uh, they created this really hilarious comedy it's like Dexter meets um, 
I was going to say cereal buddies, like Dexter meets bosom buddies. <laughs> How about that? Uh, which I'll actually is not. They didn't. They they did not return that. But I, if you know who bosom buddies, like I know bosom buddies, oh. and you, it was uh, really funny. Tom in Hanks, fairness, you you have to be old to understand the bosom buddies. We, we it's been a while since we've done a really outdated reference. So and there's a good one. I was bosom buddies was yeah. a great comedy. Absolutely. Never, you know what it was? It was rad. It was rad. It was oh, rad. Oh, wow. We're, we're mixing, we're bringing that back. We're bringing that back. Anyway, so uh, a lot of guest stars on that show, on that movie. Uh, like I said, Maria Menounos is in it. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, Christopher McDonald, Beth Beers from Two Broke Girls. Henry Winkler is in it. Another uh, outdated reference if you hey. want to talk about Happy Days or, oh, or Arrested Development. Uh, Artie Lang. There's a lot of really, really good people on it. A, lot of, a couple of after buzzers make some uh, cameos, some appearances there. If you, if you watch us on YouTube, you'll recognize it. Anyway, it's on iTunes. If you're listening, as it was on iTunes, you could just do a quick search for Adventures in Serial Buddies, pull it up. It's really cheap to rent and uh, and to buy. It's like, I think, $1 more to buy, so might as well just buy it and watch it more than once within a 48-hour span. And uh, if you can't find it on iTunes, just go to SerialBuddies.com. And let's keep going on some more Hannibal stuff, because uh, we still got to talk about... Uh, well, you know what? We got to pretty much talk about Abigail, because uh, I think... Uh, you know, Abigail's gotten found out. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, Jack's investigation that uh, he finally went out and he got uh, he got his guys on it finally figured it out. Yeah, let, let's talk about Jack for one second with regard to Abigail because I think it's so it he is so on like he totally called that from episode one. Yeah, yeah. He knew he understood everything that was going on. He called it. He broke it all out. His enormous blind spot is Hannibal. He yeah. is he is absolutely trusting Hannibal. Oh. It's a big mistake, Jack. But I mean, he, his his intuition with 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 regard to Annabelle, uh, I'm sorry, Abigail is completely dead on from day one. And it's only when 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 Hannibal's influence gets in there and starts messing with his with, with him that he that he goes off track and he has no clue. And it's so it's 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 so rough to watch because here's this brilliant investigator who's obviously put his trust in the wrong guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he will pay for it. And so a lot of other people. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, and you know when Will becomes gets the realization that Jack was right, that was like a huge step for him too. Uh, during his uh, little dream sequence uh, with uh, Abigail in the in the hunting lodge, right which before was, he dream killed her, which was a beautiful scene. And yeah, and that was another shocking scene. We actually all believed oh, he dream killed her. You're right. That he, he dream killed, killed her. Oh. But don't worry, Hannibal will real kill her, and Will will be blamed for it. Yeah. I, you know, I want to point out, too, that uh, you guys were, were, well, you were off on your prediction. You were right on my prediction. My prediction last week was that, uh, and, and somebody actually commented on YouTube about it, was that uh, that that uh, Will's dreams were going to get so crazy that he was going to actually kill someone, harm or injure someone. And now I realize that while my prediction was wrong, it, technically it's exactly what Hannibal wants people to think. That Hannibal yes. wants wants everyone to think that Will is getting worse and worse, and that he would actually kill somebody, and which is what Will's coming up to by dream killing Abigail. I think he really would have killed her if he didn't black out, or, or she must have stormed out of there, and then he blacked out, and then he lost time and Who was in the plane. I'm so interested to know what happened. But uh, yeah, it would be great to know. Do you think Will has always been Hannibal's patsy for all this? I was, you know, I have think- written here. It's such an elaborate setup. How could he be, he have predicted all of right. this? Right. Or do you think this is just a, a kind of a target of opportunity that's kind of evolved, and and maybe Will was his his back door out? I mean, I it, it seems like it would be a lot to kind of have this all predicted. Is that is that uh, because it? it well, how it could he? Started- right. 
before he really knew Will, though. With, right. the, with the Minnesota Shrike and the, the girl who was impaled on the, on the antlers. So you think he, he's mostly reacting? I don't know. It's I don't hard know to tell, but he was really, I mean, the music, kudos to the music getting all intense and and everything, and he, he was losing it more and more in that scene. It seems like, you know what, his brain just starts working, starts getting into this mode where he starts figuring things out, and it, it, it seems to enhance the encephalitis. I don't know. It seems to continue to swelling. Um, you know, kind of like when you're got a headache because you've been thinking about something really hard this, all day, like maybe? I'm starting to get right now, trying to think about this. Trying to think of the show because oh. it's so so much to try and piece together. Is this how I... Will hulks out as his brain just swells until it pushes the side? <laughs> Don't make and me he's... angry. You won't like me when yes, I'm angry. Yes, you won't like me when I'm angry. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> Absolutely perhaps. And, and it's interesting because uh, Abigail's still keeping her secret as long as possible. And then she apparently, I don't know if it was really in the dream or if it was in reality, she finally fesses up to Will. But she says, uh, oh, did Hannibal tell you? Yeah, that's how Will, but that was in the dream. That wasn't in, that was no, not in I real th- life. That was in the that dream. That was in the dream. You're right, because that was before he killed her. Yeah. That was before he dream killed her. Dream killed her. Yes. How do you know? How do you know it was in the dream? How do you know when the dream started? Ooh. Well, because, because, well, because we had the dream killing, and then, and then he, you know, you know what? No, you know why I know? Because after he dream killed her, and then he snapped out of it, he started accusing her again, and she was denying it. Yeah. She completely went back to denial. So that would have been really weird for her to admit it and then deny it again. Because oh. because he he doesn't have the thing where he can't see faces. That whole uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I could totally understand why you'd be confused by that. But that that yeah. that that seems to be what was telling. And then she must have stormed out because she just knew Will was just going crazy. The whole line, but uh, or the whole series of lines of uh, of stalking versus luring, mm-hmm. hunting Ooh, versus fishing. I love oh. that. I love that. That's too. sort of like the crux of this entire season. Yeah. It seems. Yeah. Are you fishing or are you luring? Or no, I'm are, you, sorry, are you hunting or are you fishing? And, and yeah, hunting or you fishing? And you stalking or luring? Stalking or luring? Oh, so good. Oh, brilliant! That, that's brilliant a, that's writing. some SAT action right there. Fishing is to hunting as, yes, as luring yes. is to stuff. <laughs> yes. So, I'm not sure if that translation. I'm not an English major, but it might. <laughs> so if that was to be, they're so good at having one scene with two characters. The the words that are said in that scene relate to something completely different in the show. So. Would you say Hannibal is fishing or hunting? Hannibal is hunting. Uh, I, I think Hannibal's a hunter. You think he's a hunter? A I think so. Think, hunter. So you don't think he's been fishing? or Because, I mean, the way he's playing these baits and everything, I, I almost feel like he is, uh, I would almost, almost say he's using lures. Yeah, we, could we, we could argue that Hannibal's an omnivore. He will eat, he will fish, he will hunt. <laughs> and, and anything to, to, to satisfy his curiosity? I suppose Th- that scene with him and Abigail was the most honest. Uh, well, we didn't talk about this yet. We have we haven't talked about uh, 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 Freddie and and Abigail's action because Freddie and Abigail have have a little bit of an interesting thing going on. Uh, yeah, Freddie Lords. I, I do I do always find it interesting when a show creates a completely amoral character that has you know you remember Freddie Lords you know set that that local cop up. He got he got his head blown off right in front of her. Didn't yeah. bother her at all. Did, she didn't lose an inch of sleep over that. Yeah, but now she's figuring out some stuff about Abigail and, and Abigail, and she's and she's got some real opinions about it. It seems like she's. Uh, it seems like she's not growing a conscience, but it seems like she's she has an opinion. She has a feeling that she doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's just interesting. It's just interesting to see the way she works. Like you said, from going from pretty much holding a guy, you know, um, trying to keep him alive while his organs are, are pretty much being unfazed. held. 
and she's totally in phase to being back to regular Freddie, who's just in it for herself a little bit, just trying to make money and just and and just the fact that she thinks Will is uh, is this killer too. She adds to all of this dissension that it seems like Will's going to get as a result of everything oh, yeah. that happens this episode. So you know Freddie's got more of a part to play too. She wasn't in it this much in this week's episode, but you know she's going to be around. Absolutely. Yeah, to to help crucify Will while he's uh, running well, she around. She has it out for Will. She really does. So here's, a, here's an interesting question. Because whenever a show ends the way this one did today, I got to ask, do you think Abigail is dead? Because we did not see him kill her. And that would have been really, really telling if he did. We did not see him kill her. Um, he did say, did I'm sorry I couldn't protect you in this life. Yes. Oh, I don't know. I'm grappling with it. I mean, it's. I, I would it, have to assume he killed her, but whenever they don't show a death, you kind of have to think there's room for an escape. It makes sense for him to kill her. Mm-hmm. I mean... It, it just It's just what he would do, cover his tracks. She knows everything. He confessed, at, you know, that he's... But this. he feels like he's her father. And I know he killed Georgia for, you know, a, a, earlier in the episode, who was another innocent, because she kind of knew. But this is what we were saying earlier. He has no... We like to pretend he has emotional and sentimental attachments to people like we thought he had with Will, mm-hmm. like we're assuming he has with Abigail. But, you know, it. it I don't think he does. Yeah. What do you think, Joe? I see you uh, pondering. You, you know, I, I can't help but feel that the only reason we would question whether or not he's going to kill Abigail is because it's TV. I mean, if we, if this was like, it, it, you know, if you were kind of breaking down a, a thing, mm-hmm. you know, like if this was a real thing, we, a real crime, we, we we would assume immediately that he was going to kill her. I mean, the, the only the only reason for him not to kill her is for a twist of some sort. There's no rational reason. Well, you know what? That's not fair. They've done a lot of interesting. They've made some interesting leaps and changes that. Yeah. Uh, have kept us on our toes. Hmm. Maybe that's why I don't write these things. Maybe I, don't, <laughs> I, I have a dearth of imag- imagination. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think she's dead. I think he's going to kill her. Okay. I, I want to say that that he kills her, but I kind of hope he doesn't. <laughs> I just I think want that him to be a real guy. I feel that his intention with Abigail too is he he wants to be a father figure to her, but he wanted he he said he he knew she was going to kill that guy. That he was going to kill, um, uh, what's his name? I can't remember. Nick? Are you talking about Nick, yeah, Nick Boyle. Boyle. Nick yeah. Boyle. Uh, no, he, he said he hoped. That he she, hoped that she would. Hoped. But that's what that was his plan was, to make her into a killer. And, and the reason he hoped that she would kill Nick Boyle is because by, by Nick, by her killing him, she would become something more. His life was worth more, in Hannibal's opinion, in what he would do to Abigail as a change in her life yeah. than whatever Nick was going to do with the rest so of why his. Kill, why kill Abigail? Why ruin that if he has created that? Maybe his—he's said it's all—he was curious. Yeah. It's all based in curiosity. I guess he that's was true. curious if he was if she would kill Nick Boyle, and she did. So, so if, there's if, your answer. If we take if we take the curiosity thing right as the as as the premise, right? This is what Hannibal's working with. Mm-hmm. So then, if he's curious about these things, what's going to happen? He's kind of he's he's almost creating Abigail. He is the new creator of the new Abigail. He is the new father. Yeah. Right. So I mean, and and what he's creating is is not someone who's going to help, but maybe someone who's going to be active. I think one of you guys put this out there a few weeks ago, that maybe Hannibal's trying to create a murderer, a tr- mm-hmm. create a killer, just to see what happens. I might have said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it might, that might have been the one to say that. So, so maybe that's what he's, he's been doing with Abigail, and his creation now is no longer, he, he's not able, he's untenable. Mm. Maybe it's it's gotten to the point where I, I can't protect my creation anymore, and I'm really sorry that that had to happen, but I, I'm not going to go down. Well, what's interesting, too, is, yeah, maybe he will kill her, but he has 
not necessarily created Will into a killer, but he's created the impression that Will is a killer to everyone. And perhaps out of curiosity, he's waiting to see what Will will do in reaction. If he really will turn into a killer, if he really will finally say, you know, give in to his his crazy delusions. Yeah. 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 Because he does. I also think that he might have to kill her in order for everything he's setting in motion about Will and setting him up. Mm -hmm. I think that that's sort of the crux of it. If Abigail dies, then, you know, everything that he laid out of of Will being in the right place at the right time for all these murders. And now he's whisked Abigail away to to Minnesota. Yeah. To Minnesota. Um, I mean, that. That just fulfills his prophecy. No, his that's quote, a great unquote, prophecy. That's a great point. In a way, Abigail has to die in order to lock in everyone's investigation of Will to assume right. that yeah. Will's dead. Yeah. So, really very good point. You well, know, hit it on home there. We're pretty much in. A, we're pretty much predicting what's going to happen to finale at, right now. So we might as well oh, just move. Hold on. Let me let, oh, me, uh, let me let me toss something out there. And I think this is. I, I want to talk about the writing briefly. Uh, what they've done with the what, it, that is so that is so smart and so I, I enjoyed so much is is it you never get the vibe that Hannibal is uh, literally a marionette controlling everybody completely. Yeah, I, I really and I said I, I alluded to it a little bit earlier. I, I think what he's what they've done with the writing and the structure of the show is that he's given everyone these these opportunities to do bad things mm-hmm. and these opportunities. To be in, in, in these, these bad positions uh, and, and, and to make these bad choices. that And he's seeing which way they're going to go, or, you know, which way you're going to jump. But really, at the end of the day, he's, he's kind of left it up to them to make the choice. Like, like he set the whole thing with Nick Boyle in motion, mm. but it was really up to Abigail to stab him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't... He didn't he didn't force that. The Abigail did that. So he only kills when he has to, but he really wants to set the choices in motion. The choices, though, but I think that's what's pertinent, is, is that the choices have to be made. Like, he gave Will the gun and, and the car. And it was his choice to go out there. Absolutely. But he's so in everybody's head, he, he you know, he, it's like he, he's setting them up for this. He knows what they're going to do because he's programmed, programmed them that way. Yeah. I, so see, maybe I, it's a test of his, of his own... But I, what, what's the good of that, though? What's the, I mean, that, like that—that's got to get boring. I would like to see what people are going to do. I'm going to have to cut you off because we're going to have to go to predictions. Let's do it, okay? Oh. So we're going to do that one right now. Talk about this all day. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, so a lot going on. There's one episode left this season. Oh. You know, you have to assume I'm uh, that stuff's going to go down. Who wants to start this one off? I'll go first. Okay, because my predictions have so far been spot on. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us, Bobo? Here, here's what I've got. I have got Freddie. I've got Freddie is going to come to Will's rescue in some way. Freddie is going to figure out it is not Will. Okay, good. I like and, that. And I think that Freddie's going to be uh, Freddie's going to ride in on a white horse a little bit for Will. Awesome. I think that is a great incorrect prediction that you've made, Joe Prasco. <laughs> I think like so. I've made lots of incorrect predictions, and that'll be my latest one. Uh, I actually, that'll be my most I actually, recent. in all seriousness, I really do like that prediction. I do. It's like yeah. she'll finally be the champion for him yeah. when, el- when everyone else finally turns on mm. him. I like that. I look forward to being wrong next week. All right, for 10 <laughs> points, Julia, what is your prediction for 10 more points dear, and to be oh, even farther ahead of Steve dear, Lemieux? To be farther than Steve. Although he'll, he'll predict the same thing you do a week later, so it'll be okay. <laughs> and then I'll was his totally um i predict that hannibal's gonna kill abigail and i mean it's basically everything we were just talking about he's gonna kill abigail will's gonna go down for it for the whole thing 
Um, and Will is going to start to believe that maybe he is actually this copycat killer. Okay, cool. I am going to predict someone's got to die. You know, somebody's got to die. So I'm going to go out on a limb. And I'm probably going to be incorrect, but I'll be in the same pool as San Filippo, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to predict that... It's nice over here. You just want to take your shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to predict Alana. You think Alana Bloom's going to get whacked No, by. you know what? I changed that. Uh, oh. uh, Jillian Anderson. She's going to die. Oh. Or, or, or she's, okay. she's going to want to. She's going to want to pull the. And you know, Flip blow the whistle. World, she's already dead. She's already dead. <laughs> so. So really, no loss for me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change. Atlanta. Will still needs a love interest next season. I'm gonna say it's going to be Doctor. Uh, Belinda. Beliatis. Yeah. Hannibal's going to manipulate Lord. Will into killing Abigail for three points. For three points. For three points, Stephen's oh, going for that one. There right, we go. We got him for like three it. points. Is that, is that the most you can get now? <laughs> <laughs> all right, ten points. Ten points. Oh, all right, so hey, uh, Joe, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O, and uh, you can also find me here Sunday night. We're doing Mad Men, uh, Joe Braswell and myself, uh, and and not this come not this week, but the following week we have our enormous uh, Mad Men finale. If you are a Mad Men fan, we are going to have some amazing guests at the John Lovitz Theater at Universal, and uh, we are going to have some. Uh, impressive people from the show and some cast members from the show. So if you guys would like to come check that out, check us out on the AfterBuzz website. You can get tickets at John Lovitz or on our site. And uh, like I said, if you were in the Mad Men and you're going to be in the L.A. area that uh, not this coming weekend, but the weekend after, you should be there. That's a mouthful. And Julia, where can we find you? <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, find me on Twitter, Julia Carely. Uh, J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. And I'm on a bunch of other shows here, but you can find me at Nandovell on Twitter. Thanks so much, everybody. Tune in next week for the finale for Hannibal. Woo! Thanks a lot. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only, and not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 